And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Good morning to all, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. This is the day you have made. I will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We don't have the intelligence to decide how this day is going to unfold, nor do we have an input into how it's going to unfold. But we are here, and we want to say thank you so much for your goodness towards us. We thank you for life and strength. We thank you for that which you've done for us, and that which you're going to do in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, on behalf of my family and Images of God Ministries, I want to wish everyone listening a happy Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving is my favorite time of the year. I thank God for Christmas, and I thank God for the fourth, but Thanksgiving holds a very special place in my heart because God has been so good to us. And so just for a few minutes, I want to speak to you on the topic, bringing Thanksgiving into focus bringing thanksgiving into focus and in so doing i would like to turn to final authority let's turn to final authority which is the word of god if you would take god's word open your bibles to psalms 100 and let's read verses 4 and 5 verses 4 and 5 verse 4 reads enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name here's why verse 5 tells us why for the lord is good the lord's mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generation now let me put this psalm into context what's happening in psalms 100 is a call from the Lord Jesus has gone out to the entire world and the an invitation, so to speak, has gone out to the entire world and the invitation is to come up to Jerusalem and go into the temple to offer thanksgiving sacrifices to the Lord for his blessings. So it's an invitation and the verse, verses 4 and 5, I want to spend some time on just for a few minutes. So the invitation goes out and a command is given. Notice, enter into his gifts with thanksgiving is not a suggestion. In the Hebrew, this is a command, not a suggestion. We are commanded to approach the Lord with thanksgiving and praise everyone, both unbelievers and believers. Everyone, and I want to make, I, I want to be clear, everyone. And you see why, why say everyone? It's because God is good both to the believer and the unbeliever. The sun, God's sun shines both on the unbelievers and the believers. God's oxygen is taken up <laughs> both by the unbeliever and by the believer. So the invitation is for everyone to come up 
to the Lord's temple and give thanksgiving. We are, to, we are commanded to approach the Lord with thanksgiving and praise. And so the message from the psalm is clear. God wants us to come into his presence with thankful hearts. But how does that look though? Because thanksgiving is more than saying thank you. It has to be shown. And this is what this psalm is about. Before we go any further into the psalm, I want to bring this to your attention. We see the pronoun H-I-S, his, mentioned six times in two verses. His gates, his courts, unto him, his name, his mercies, his truth. And what I want to do, as I said, is bring thanksgiving into focus. The word his, or the pronoun his, H-I-S, is referring to the Lord Jesus. We are told in verse 5, the Lord Jesus is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generation. And I want to make it clear that the Lord in verse 5 here is referring to the Lord Jesus. Again, let me repeat what I'm saying. I want to bring thanksgiving into focus. And this is what I mean. Who are we giving thanks to? And I want to make it clear that according to the psalm, we are giving thanks to the Lord Jesus. Verse 5 says, for the Lord. Who's Lord? Who's the Lord referring to here? It is the Lord Jesus that's been referred to here. It's because of what he has done for us since. It's because of what he's accomplished for us. We should be giving him thanks. You may be saying, Emmanuel, how do you know that it's the Lord Jesus this psalm is referring to? Well, turn over with me to Acts chapter 9 and verse 5. It's a very familiar story. Saul is on his way to Damascus to arrest Christians and he encountered a light that threw him off his horse. Now the ensuing exchange that took place is recorded for us here in Acts chapter 9 verse 4 and 5. Acts chapter 9 verse 4 reads, And he, Saul, fell to the ground and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, listen, and he said, Who are you, Lord? This is Saul speaking. And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. So we see here the Lord answering. The Lord said, I am Jesus. So that is why I am I'm reaching out to, to us today to bring Thanksgiving into focus. Our thank yous, our Thanksgiving should be to the Lord Jesus for what he has done. First uh, Corinthians 15, 57 refers to Jesus as Lord. It reads, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus. And, and, and that is my folk. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm taking this time to talk to us today, to bring Thanksgiving into focus. Lord Jesus, we thank you 
we know there is God the Father, we know there is God the Son, and we know there is God the Holy Spirit. Today, I want to bring our attention to thanking the Lord Jesus for what he's done. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, about 15 years ago, I heard Marilyn Hickey and Sarah Hickey said that um, the very first thing they do every morning is to pray 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 2 Corinthians 2, 14. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 reads, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 2, 14 reads, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. You know, and when I heard her said that about 15, 20 years ago, sorry, 15 to 20 years ago, I decided to memorize these verses. And beloved, do you know for the last 20 years, 15 to 20 years, I've been saying these two verses every morning. And I'll tell you, it has changed my life to tell God every morning to prevent the morning. And when I say prevent the morning, I'm saying getting up before sunrise and saying, Father, I thank you for giving us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you for allowing me to triumph today in Christ. I mean, it has really changed my life. And so I would advise that you adopt the same approach <laughs> every morning. You know, Father, we thank you so much for Jesus Christ, for what he's done for us. You know, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 reads, In everything give thanks. Why? For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. In everything. I didn't say for everything, but in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning us. Bringing thanksgiving into focus. Now back to our text. Now that you are convinced that for the Lord is good, the Lord has been referred to here in verse 5, Psalms 100 verse 5. Now that we've ascertained that it's the Lord Jesus, let's get back to our psalm. So verse 4 reads, enter into his gates. The word enter here means come and bring. Since when we are coming to the house of the Lord, we'd better bring something with us. And this verse is indicating that one of the things we bring in the house of the Lord is praise and thanksgiving. So enter means come and bring praise and thanksgiving. Now who is commanded to enter? Who is he commanding to enter? If you go back to verse 1 of that psalm, Psalm 100, verse 1 reads, All ye lands enter all ye lands. That's what verse 1 reads. Who lives in the lands? <laughs> people live. People live, uh, you know, in, in the land. So, so who is the invitation going to? Who is God inviting? It's everybody. Again, everybody. All ye people. All ye lands, all the people who live in all the lands, God is inviting everybody to enter into his gates. Now, I want you to keep in mind that 
uh, in ancient times, every city had a gate around it. And that's what get, his gate is referring to here. So the imagery projected here is that the world would come to Jerusalem, enter the gate surrounding, surrounding Jerusalem, and then travel to the, to the temple and enter the courts. The, uh, we have, you know, the temple has had different courts, the outer court, the inner court, the women's court, and so on and so forth. So this is the imagery here. To come up to Jerusalem, enter the city gates, and enter the courts of the temple. It's a command to all people to, to do that. Now, enter into his gates with what? With thanksgiving. The word thanksgiving here is toda. The Hebrew word for, for thanksgiving sorry, is toda. And it's from a root word called yada. Yada means to extend one's hand. <laughs> this is so beautiful. Enter into his gates with extended hand. Not looking around at other people. Enter into his gifts with extended hands. Not only does he command all people to enter his gates, the gates of the city, but he also said enter his courts with praise. The word praise here means tehillah. The Hebrew word for praise is tehillah. Tehillah means to kneel and to bless by opening the mouth to talk good about. So not only should we come with outstretched hands, we are to come saying something, telling God how good he is. Open hands, open mouth, kneeling. Open hands, open mouths, kneeling. Not standing stiff, saying nothing. Tehila. Notice I said tehila, <laughs> not tequila. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. But the Hebrew word for praise is tehila. You know, tehila comes from a, a, a root word that means, uh, it means to, to make a boast. It means, um, to dance and to rave. The word is halal. So, Praise is Tehila. Tehila comes from a root word that's called halal. And halal means to make a show. It means to boast. It means to dance foolishly, clamorously in the presence of God. And I'm going through this in particular to show you how Thanksgiving is done. Thanksgiving is coming to the house of the Lord according to Psalms 100 and extending your hands out. It's opening your mouth out. Opening your mouth up, sorry. It's kneeling down in the presence of the Lord. It's dancing clamorously foolish in the presence of God, not to remain quiet and stiff. And I know many people say, well, pastor, you know, that's not my personality. Look, when you come in the presence of God, you got to forget personality according to Psalms 100 and give him praise. The verse continues, be thankful unto him. You be thankful unto him. The word thankful here in the Hebrew is yada. Be thankful unto him. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Yada also means to extend one's hands out. Then it says to bless his name. The word bless here is Barak. Barak means to kneel and congratulate, salute and praise the Lord. I mean, this is just beautiful. Thanksgiving and praise 
are inextricably linked together. Praise naturally flows out of a grateful heart. And when one expresses the gratefulness from their hearts, it is, it is by saying, thank you, Lord. It is by extending their hands. It's by kneeling down. It's by dancing and moving in the presence of the Lord. It's not by being quiet. Psalms 34 verse 1 to 4 reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. The word bless here is Barak. I will bless the Lord. I will salute the Lord. I will congratulate the Lord. I will show up for service at all times. His praise, here it is. Praise means Tehillah. His Tehillah, his praise shall always shall continually be in my mouth. Verse 2 says, My soul shall make her boast. Yeah, it is halal, stretching out one's hand. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. So let us go over these Hebrew words again. Barak means to kneel and congratulate, salute, praise the Lord. Tehillah means to kneel and to bless by opening the mouth to talk good about. Halal means to make a show. Wow. It means to boast. It means to be, to rave, to be a raving fan. Toda means to adore. Adoration. Barak means to congratulate. All of these words are talking about action when we come in the presence of the Lord. This is how we give thanks. Giving thanks, as I said, is not only saying thank you. You got to show that you're thankful. And the Bible is telling us how to do that. Now, verse 5 tells us why. Verse 5 tells us, for the Lord is good. Psalms 34 verse 8 says, it reads, O taste and see, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. So brothers and sisters, the reason why we're giving God thanks is because he's good. According to verse 5. The second reason is for his mercy. The word mercy here means loving kindness is everlasting. So one, the Lord is good. Two, the Lord's mercy is everlasting. His loving kindness is everlasting. And three, the Lord's truth endureth to all generation. The Lord's truth. The word truth here means the Lord's faithfulness. We are told here that the Lord's faithfulness endures to all generation. What was true to Abraham's generation is true to us. God doesn't practice speciality. How God delivered for Abraham, how God delivered for David, how God delivered for Joshua, God will deliver for you and I. His truth endureth to all generation. He doesn't practice speciality. He's the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. Now, I want to end with um, a quote I got from a friend of mine's, Doug Apple, <laughs> uh, from the Mayo Clinic. It's a quote on thanksgiving and gratitude. It reads, this is the quote from the Mayo Clinic. It reads, expressing gratitude is associated with a host of mental and physical benefits. Let me read it again. Expressing gratitude. Gratitude, thankfulness has to be expressed. 
It's associated with a host of mental and physical benefits. Studies have shown that feeling thankful can improve sleep. Feeling thankful can improve a mood. Feeling thankful can improve immunity against all type of sickness and diseases. Again, feeling thankful can improve sleep. So you don't have to take necessarily a sleeping pill. <laughs> All you have to do is begin to express gratitude and thankfulness to God. It'll change your mood. Mm -hmm. And it will increase your immunity. It continues. Gratitude can decrease depression. Whoa. Gratitude, being thankful and expressing it can decrease depression. It can decrease anxiety. It can decrease difficulties with chronic pain and risk of disease. Let me read that last statement again from the Mayo Clinic. It says, gratitude can decrease depression. Gratitude can decrease anxiety. Gratitude can decrease difficulties with chronic pain and risk of disease. And I think the last phrase here is, I think Doug wrote this. He said, if a pill could do this, everyone would be taking it. If a pill could do this, everyone could be taking it. You know what, brothers and sisters? Everyone can be grateful. That's why the call from God, the invitation is to everyone to just look up and say, Father, thank you. And so this Thanksgiving period on today, I hope you will put some time aside. I know we eat well on Thanksgiving, but set a time aside and come together as a family and just thank God for his goodness, for his mercy, for his truth that endures to all generation. God bless you. And look, if you're not saved, today's a good day to get saved. If you're listening today and you're not saved, today's a good day to get saved. A good day to start giving thanks unto God for real. If you're not saved, pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I recognize that I am a sinner. I can't help myself. And so I thank you for sending Jesus to take away my sins. See, Jesus, I make you my Lord. Say, Jesus, I repent from my sins. Yes. Say, Jesus, I repent from my sins and I make you my Lord now and forever. Amen and amen. God bless you. Until I see you next time. Bye-bye. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. 
In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.